to another NY Jets Fans podcast with hosts Davin Shaman and Chris. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter, Jets Fans Podcast, and Instagram, NY Jets Fans Podcast, as we finally get into the last game, which is the Super Bowl game this Sunday. I'm very excited. Um, before we get into all of that, let's get into the Jets. Um, Robbie Anderson, uh, he, he has said on his Twitter that Basically, the Jets want him. The best Jets want him back, and um, and Jamal Adams is saying that he wants a contract extension before the season even start. Uh, how is it important for both of these players to get a deal done? Um, I'm gonna start it off with you, Charmin. So, how you think is important it is for both guys to get a deal done? It is very important to get Jamal Adams on board. Um, I I think everybody knows that the Jets. Uh, basically their heart and soul is Jamal Adams. So uh, I think uh, going forward, you would want to lead with that, you know, lead with the, the guy in your locker room that's basically, you know, the in, at, in the forefront of everything. Um, he's all over TV and ads and, and everybody knows him. And, you know, everybody loves him, even if they're not Jet, a Jet fan. Um yeah, uh, I know it's going to cost, um, you know, it's going to cost them, but it is what it is, you know. A, a player like that doesn't come around that much, so you have to keep him in-house. Um, with Robbie Anderson, uh, this is the argument. A lot of people are going to say that you don't have to keep him, you don't need him, <coughs> excuse me. And I think that's kind of ludicrous. Uh, that's another thing. Robbie Anderson is not a lot of things. He might not be number one. He might not be a superstar wide receiver, so on and so forth. What he has is a particular set of skills. <laughs> like, you know, he has, um, he, that you just don't find in the NFL. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's very rare. And, and unfortunately the market value for, for, you know, somebody with that set of skills is about twelve million a year. You gotta pay him his twelve million a year. You know, in my opinion, you know, if you put take him and you just find a, a somebody that could be a little bit more fit into what Gase likes as a as an ex, you know, uh, kind of, you know, somebody probably with a a big body that could run, you know, crossing routes and that could block in the run game and, and also have the speed together, you know, get over the, um, you know, get over defenses. So I think, um, I think they could draft something like that. I, um, somebody like that, um, because of the depth, uh, that that's showing in the, in the draft right now in prospects coming out at the wide receiver position. So, you know, that's my feeling on the two players. Yeah, I think Adams is a definitely got to sign him. Um, I mean, unless they get totally blown away in a trade offer, you know, but I, I think you got to get at least, and I know it's crazy, but you got to get at least multiple first round picks and plus maybe another second or a third or something <laughs> like that. Because think about it. I think that they were talking about last year uh, during the, uh, the trade deadline. Wasn't he was saying a first and two seconds, I think, as, as a, as an offer that he would think about. I, I don't think that's enough I, to be honest. I don't, I don't remember him saying that, but uh, if you do, then. Yeah. I, I remember I, him I, naming something like a uh, first and two twos, 
uh, and I, I was like, I don't think that's enough because think about it this way. The first is basically um, you're hoping to get even somebody like him. Right. right. That's so you're basically getting two second round picks for him. And I don't think hmm. that's enough. So I, I personally, I don't think they're going to get a decent, a good enough trade package. So I think you got to sign him and he's probably going to get, you know, top dollar for a safety. You know, you're probably yes, talking, will. you know, five years, probably $90 million and yep. probably 30, 40 million guaranteed, you know, mm-hmm. just roughly, you know, about that. So it could be more, you know, hopefully for him it, it is. Um, and it's going to be a tough one because, you know, you're saying 11, 12 million. That wouldn't yep. be bad if they could get yep. him for that. But, you yep. know, other guys, are gonna, other teams are going to be coming in hard for him. Because uh, you said, you know, like he's got skills that a lot of receivers don't have. And it's what a lot of teams need. And, you know, one team and, you know, he tweeted out 11-11. So everybody was pointing towards the Eagles because of Wentz. He's 11. So, <laughs> and they definitely needed a deep receiver. Yes. Of uh, Deshaun Jackson getting old and he was hurt most of the year this year. So he would definitely be a team to look out for. So. Um, he's going to be more interesting. Jamal Adams, obviously, they still got another year of control. So they're, you know, there's no rush to sign him, but I'm sure they want to get it done. Um, right. So I think he's the guy that's probably going to get re-signed. Adam, Anderson's going to be tough. You know, it depends on how much they want to go. I don't, you know, we're talking $12 million. Maybe they don't value him that high. You know, we don't, you know, I, I'm not sure. But, wow. uh, yeah. We'll have to see, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. This, this is the issue. This is the thing. We don't have. Uh, uh, we don't have a clue how or what kind of uh, grade of you know player that uh, our GM has him as you know where where he has him as, you know as important moving forward. Uh, all I could go off is what the market would pay for a wide receiver of his skills, and about twelve million is what he would get. So yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. Ah oh, man, yeah, y'all, y'all know uh, uh, Robbie Anderson. Uh, uh this is a big test for Joe Douglas. I'm gonna say that. Uh, only reason why I'm gonna say that is, uh, Mr. Nomwa, um, even though that was Mac mistake. Uh, I'm gonna say, please don't make the same mistakes. Um, Robbie Anderson wasn't a, a thousand yard receiver. He is a number two, which I'm gonna agree with that. For, for roughly eleven to twelve million dollars, I I just can't I I just can't see it. I just can't I just can't see it. I mean, he deserves to get paid, but that's a hell of a lot of money, and you better you better put your money where your mouth is. Because <laughs> that, because, that, because you know at first, hold up, at first he 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 was in trouble that Jets fans didn't even want him. Y'all y'all remember that, right? That what was his last season before the season even yeah. started? That wasn't that wasn't that long ago. No. That wasn't exactly that so now fans is like, well, we need to get him and blah blah blah. So I'm just saying this. If Robbie Anderson, if if Robbie hasn't put down the thousand yard season, top wide receiver, he wanted to do Pro Bowl, he wanted to do things, and he not finding this chemistry with Darno until like what the last six games, four games of the season, then it's not gonna make any sense. Right. And all that, that that's a very listen I, I i because i've this is an argument that i hear from jets fans all the time and it's fine you know i think i think holding them accountable for for some of the things that have caused them uh him and, and uh donald not to kind of uh gel at times 
is is fine. But if you watch the film, there is way too many times this man is running wide open, and the only reason why he can't be get he can't get the ball is because our quarterback doesn't have the time to throw him the ball. It's unfair to put all of it on on Anderson's shoulders. Like I said, I don't think Anderson is a prime quarterback in the NFL and wide receiver in the NFL. There's things about his game that's lacking, and that's fine, you know. But I still think because of the threat he poses to defenses, especially when you need more than anything, if you're operating on offense, you need to create space. And how you create space is, is by forcing the defense to, to dictate to the defense what you want to do instead of them dictating to you. If you have a wide receiver that has that kind of speed, that's what you do. You have one weapon that no matter what, a safety or, your, or a quarterback or a cornerback has to play off him. You don't want to play up with him because even if you're jamming him and 10 Six times out of all the jam, the times you, you're in his face, you keep him from running deep. The, the, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth, and the tenth time, he's going to burn you. And that would be enough to win the game because he could go all the way all those times. You know, and, that, and that's the issue. You have cornerbacks playing off of you. You could get him the ball on a smoke route. If they're playing kind of middle of the road somewhere, he could run fast enough on a kind of a drag route or over route and get, get open, you know, and he, or he could fit inside in like he's going to run an over and have you stuck in the mud and then he's gone, you know. So there's so many things. There's part, parts of this that's Gase's fault. There's parts of this is the fact that our old line is not together and, and that, that create, that caused his, his potential, you know, his, he didn't reach his maximizing potential. I don't want to hold all of I know that part of it is because he's lacking in skill. But I still think, to me, a player of his caliber needs to get paid. And that's it. Just like I said, whatever the contract situation that's going to be, Charmin, I just don't want him, Joe Douglas, to make that mistake Mac make. And I know Joe Douglas got experience with uh, Ozzy Newsom and, you know, and the Eagles organization and... <coughs> It's just it's a it's with Robbie. It's like we we love him as a number two, we, not as a number one. But we 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 just want we just want to make sure that if the contract is good, it's gonna it's gonna look good. And if and if Robbie don't want want that contract, that that's that's fine because it's gonna be a team that might just up the up the shoot and say let's give him fourteen million. Whoa, fine. But but this is what I'm saying. I'm saying okay. Like I said, I don't know what how the Jets uh, value his situation, how they value him, and how much they want to pay him. I'm just saying, in my opinion, uh, we should do as much as we can do to keep him. But if you're right, if somebody is willing to pay him fourteen million dollars, and that's not in the books for us, and it's gonna yeah. hinder, it's gonna hinder the the growth of our team, then fine, let him go. But if we can't keep him, I think we should try to keep him. That's my opinion. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I don't, and I, I think that's you know. going to be the. I, I think that's going to be the strategy. I think that's going to be what they. You know, the goal is yeah to keep him. But I think if a team comes in and and you know and goes higher than what they think, not just that he's worth, but what what they could kind of fit because unfortunately we got more than one or two holes on this team. You know, yes. we got to repair the whole offensive line. You know, you you got to sign another receiver anyway, along with Robbie or draft one. 
So got to you know, make sure they bring defensive backs in. Yeah, you got you worry about corners. Yep. You got to you, you got to remember we, if we're going to resign, uh, if we're going to give Adams a big contract, that's going to cost a lot of money. He's only getting like three, five, five I think about five million this year. So right. if you add on another twelve million onto him, because that's what you're going to have to. That's you know that's cutting into possibly what Robbie's going to get. You know, and the, we we so. always have we always as fans always have these are. Uh, this kind of discussions, and I always say the same thing. Not because you're going to pay Robbie Anderson $12 million a year. That doesn't mean the first year or even the second year you will have to pay him that $12 million. You could kind of finagle the, 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 the cap in a way to create the contract. I mean, his contract in a way to create money where there is, it doesn't seem like there is. You, know? right. you don't have to give him the $12 million a year straight up. You could kind of take some of that and put give it to him up front or backfield it or something like that, you know? So there's a multitude of ways they could work this, man. You know, I, I like I said, I don't think like, like uh, Davin just said, and I think that, I think that go, um, goes to everything, every discussion we were going to have about what they're going to do in free agency, especially look at the front office and look at the people that they have at the position. Those guys have so many years of experience as GMs and as front office guys in the NFL, that for the first time in ages, I have almost complete confidence that most of the moves that they're going to make this offseason is going to make a lot of sense for the Jets. It's the first time in a long time I've felt that, that, that confident about it. And think about the sound bites we've gotten from Joe Douglas already. He's basically saying that his first priority is fixing that offensive line. Yep. So that should kind of tell you what they're going to do with the draft and also with free agency. I'm not saying they're going to forget about Robbie Anderson, but they right. get, they got I'm sure they got numbers in their head and say, okay, this is what we'll, we're going to offer him. And if somebody blows it away, then, you know. Then fine. Yeah, right. let him take it. But if he wants exactly. this, come on back, you know. Exactly. And I, I think yeah. that's what it's going to come down to. I, mean, I, I could see, I could see the Eagles up in that offer, you know, with them lacking, oh, yeah. really lacking in that wide receiver department. Yeah, you know, and Robbie, Robbie could probably possibly be that number one guy for them. You know, it's yeah. possible. Yeah, it's possible. I think uh, with yeah. with the Eagles, I think they got to dump uh, what's his name's contract first. Uh, uh, Jeffrey. Uh, Jeff, yeah, yeah, and that's not going to be easy. But no. I think that's going to be. You know, if they could get rid of that contract somehow and free up some more money, then they could fit him in. Otherwise, it's going to be kind of tight to, you know, to bring in a Robbie That's what Anderson. makes the NFL so crazy is that these teams do try to do find a way to finesse. You know, like how we talked about the Jaguars uh, last offseason. Yeah. Like, well, we, they, they need this amount to get Nick Foles. And, and somehow <laughs> they, finesse, they finesse really yep, good yep. to get him. Yep. So. You know, with the NFL, anything is just possible. So I won't be surprised if they find some way to make it to make that happen. If if it was to happen that way, right? Just 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 imagine they have they have guys sitting lawyers sitting at desks that they pay like hundreds of dollars an hour just to figure that out. So trust me when I tell you, they'll figure right. it out. <laughs> they will. <laughs> Absolutely. So so since we're speaking on uh, the Jets, uh, free agency. Um, Free agency yes. in the draft. So, what's what's the first moves? If if you're if you're the GM, what's the first moves you're making at free agency? Uh free agency for me, um, uh, you know, like like that, like Chris just stated when we were uh, on the la- on the first subject, 
uh, was that was how uh, Joe Douglas has been, uh, you know, over and over again stating that offensive line, offensive line, offensive line is going to be the things that the thing that he's he's going to be looking at more than anything else. And as a fan, as as fans, I think we we know where the weakness stands for our team, and it is at offensive line. And for me. I want to look into inside. I, I know we have issues at tackle, but I, I, I just can't, you know, take the picture of falling offense, um, inside interior linemen on the floor, on the ground every time, man, last year, especially in the first five, six games, man. It, see, it seemed like our centers and our guards were just, just kept getting blown back so often, man. And it's crazy for me. Uh, when when you look at in the and you know people been all the conversations that everybody's having and they're talking about tackles and I'm thinking to myself what about center and guard I don't want Winters back here I Winters Winters, Winters is too is much gone. of an up and down guy yeah, I don't Winters want gonna be gone. you know I I love um, Compton but I don't want him as a starter you know um, um, the other guy was uh, Alex uh, what's his name I forget his name Alex Lewis. Lewis. Oh, Alex Lewis, I'm Lewis. sorry. Yeah, Lewis, Lewis. Lewis, he was he was good. He was okay. He, he did a pretty good job here and there. But then he He'll be coming as a backup. Yeah, as a backup. Yeah, but I don't want him to be my starter either. So, you know, for me, I'm looking at guys on the interior and I'm looking at guys like uh, Brandon Scherf uh, from, from, uh, from, you know, if we could pry a guy like that from Washington, you know, if we could get get him, or we could get uh, Joe Thune, uh that's a free agent from New England, and come and then combine that with um, somebody in the draft, because uh, again, guards and centers is the is not part of the conversation. A lot of the conversation here is about the tackles, rightly so, because the tackles, are, especially the top four in the draft, are pretty talented guys. But uh, for me. The nastiest, <laughs> strongest, you know, smartest guys on the interior offensive line is the guys I'm looking at. And for me, in the in the um, in the draft coming out, um, Nick Harris from Washington kind of stands out to me uh, from from jump uh, after after the NFL season was over. The first first one of the first names I heard was Tyler Tyler Biadis of Wisconsin. Uh, uh, definitely, uh, I think he was a wrestler, and you know how wrestling, wrestling, and and and, and offensive linemen kind of go hand in hand. Uh, a name that I just kind of, kind of um, lately, two names that I lately just found out about a little bit and watched a little bit of film on was uh, Robert Hunt and Cesar Ruiz. Uh, Hunt is from Louisiana, I think, and and, and Cesar Ruiz was uh, played at Michigan. So. There's there's gonna be options, especially we're talking about the third round here. We're talking about guys that we probably could get in the third round and the second round here. Uh, definitely that that you know both. Uh, I kind of gave you what what I felt like uh, um, uh, in oh. free agent and a little bit in the draft and at tackle. Um, I've I've seen people say think like we should keep our left tackle uh, because it would be too hard for us to replace everybody. Uh, I've seen people say, keep the kid uh, that we got last year, uh, our right tackle uh, that from USC. 
um, because he has potential. And I've heard people say um, that they sh- that the team likes him and that we should just get a tackle for, uh, for the other side, you know, get a left tackle and let um, – what's his name? What our, who's our left tackle right now? Beecham. Um, Beecham, you know. I've had people let him walk and get a get a young get a young stud in there, and if I, and if and if at eleven we have the chance to draft somebody like uh, you know, like Mackay Becton, like uh, up from Louisville, I mean six seven three hundred and whatever pounds he is, man, mount of monster that could move like he he only weighs three hundred and two pounds, fine with me, <laughs> you know, or if or if uh, uh, Andrew Thomas falls. Falls, falls that'll to be, us. I'm, I'm beautiful. Be fine. I'm be fine. Tristan Wolfs, fine. You know. Um, um, the big thing is, Jedrick, I think getting a, a combination. I think it's a, a big thing is getting some veterans signed as a free as free agents, yep. and also drafting a couple of guys too. So this way, the the guys that you draft don't have to start right away. They could kind of ease them in. You know, that would be the I think the ultimate plan for us. Yes, uh, for the I offensive agree. line. So I, I I think that's what they're going to try to do. Hopefully they could sign one of the big name linemen, whether it's Sheriff or um, uh, what's the other guy we mentioned? Um, Who? Conklin. Oh, for the tackle? Yeah. Jack Conklin. Bring one of those guys in and then kind of bring in, you know, average guys. Doesn't have to be the top tier, you know, the next tier um, linemen. And then draft a couple of guys. So it's a good mix of veterans and the young guys, you know, that could be eased into it instead of forced into the starting rotation of the, 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 thing, uh, the line. The thing about the, – there's a reason why I kept from mentioning the top free agent tackles because I, I highly doubt that their teams will let them walk. It might seem that way right now, but teams don't let their players walk like that, man. Uh, so so I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, like I, – I really don't think that these guys are going to walk um or allow or allowed to be walk, um, allowed to walk so I, that's one of the reasons why but um yeah we were we was we were i was talking about what what we need at, at um we we need corner and um and our friend um michael uh, Correa uh kind of pointed out uh probably the Evan former Jones. dallas yeah the former dallas corner yeah. you know that's not to me that wouldn't be a bad sell that that's not a bad sell to me you know, we definitely need a number one corner, man. We, we, sheesh. <laughs> uh, our corner play was not that good, man. You know, and, um, and, uh, like we said before, I think, I think because of the depth of the right receiver, we could definitely get somebody. Uh, man, I think that, I think the talent in one on the wide receiver is crazy. Uh, I like, um, there is a, our wide receiver coach right now. Um, he is, uh, Jefferson, Sean Jefferson. His son, Ben Jefferson, yeah. is is uh is 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 a wide receiver coming out, and the kid is nice. He he is pretty good, man, and he's probably a kid that you could get in the second, the third round. Uh, he will probably um because of the just the sheer amount of talent at the wide receiver position coming out. I think players like him, a lot of really good players are gonna fall, and we'll have a chance to pick the get the pick of a little uh down down in the lower uh, rounds. So um, so that's how I feel. But um, before I go, the last position, I think probably one of the more important ones is edge rusher. And and my dream pick would be um, Yannick Ngakwe from the ja- uh, free agent from the Jaguars. 
but he's gonna cost us, man. He's any, gonna cost. Somebody's top, gonna pay him twenty. Somebody's listen, gonna pay him twenty mil. Listen, any of the top free agents, any of the, like either tackle, especially yep. tackle, tackles, cornerback, or edge rusher, or even receiver, are gonna cost yep. us fifteen plus. Yeah. So here's right, here's a question. I don't think we're gonna get two top guys. I think we're gonna get one of them. But what position do you think you would More sign important. the top? Yeah. I would think the line. That's my opinion. I think the offensive line. I totally agree. But but like I said, um, um, I don't think teams will be let, letting their guys go. But if I had to choose, I would definitely go with the offensive line first. I think I think I could draft somebody, you know, to to kind of fill in certain positions. You know, not corner, unfortunately. I mean, there's there's some players with good uh, good technique and uh, kind of they kind of look good uh, to me, but um, at corner, but not at a high end kind of corner. Not not where we could reach. Uh, for me, I think I think I would pay. I would definitely pay an O line. If if uh, if uh, the the guy the tackle from uh, from the Titans, if he wants to leave the Titans. Man, I'm paying him. I'm paying Conklin. You know, right. I, I'm paying. I'm paying Sheriff. You know, I think Sheriff is what? How old is Sheriff? Like 28 years old, 26, I, 7, 27, or something. Yeah, like I that? think so. Something like that. Come on, man. Are you serious? Like, I'm paying him. He's still a young man. Most oh, time, absolutely. Most most of those guys, they don't start getting hot until they get about that age, 29, 30 years old. It's, that's when that's when they start really playing well, man, because of how complicated and how difficult it is to play on uh, a position like an offensive lineman, not only being a f- such physicality, but also being uh, su- you have to be so smart and so yeah, aware. Sheriff is, Sheriff is 28. Conklin is 26. Yeah, young guy. So that's go. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, and that's what we need. We need young and good players, especially for the offensive, because we got to protect um, – we got we to protect uh, Sam, man. Agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Did I miss a, Did I miss any position? No. Did I cover everything? You know what's another position that we don't talk about too much? Well, actually, two of them right. that I think we got to really think about. One is I think we need a uh, we definitely need a backup quarterback and a legit okay. co- backup quarterback. Agreed. And also another, I think we need some kind of depth with the running back, and I think they're going to draft somebody late, you know, to add depth because um, after Bell, let's say Bell is going to stay because that's going to be hard to trade. We've been hearing rumors, you know, they're going to try to trade him. But after Bell, I mean, who do we got? Do, what did you think? What did you think of that Adams kid? He's okay because he looked because he for, he looked good to me. He looked like he he has a lot of potential. Yeah, he, I mean, he's he got he okay. got very little little um, um reps, but I I, I like him. I, I kind of like him. He has a he has burst. He looks like he's a more of a downhill runner. Then he is, uh, then he is a flashy guy. Or yeah, cut he's guy, not you know. bad, but he's good for depth. You know, like he's good as your backup, and you know. And I think he's only been in the league for like a year, right? Like a year. I I don't think he's been in the league for that long. It's at least a two year years. Or two, two yeah, years, a, right? It's at two least two because I know he was on uh, Philly before. Right, and, and hopefully he turns into uh, the 49ers running running back. What's his name? <laughs> that oh, nobody God. that got cut so many oh, times. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. this is what I'm saying. The situation matters, man. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think I agree with the whole line. Uh, if if not, then you know maybe draft. Uh, cause I think cause for some reason I think uh your pick uh Charmin, I think he gonna get picked by Cleveland. Uh, maybe we get Who's Andrew that? uh Louisville. Um, that, oh, Becton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, I think he gonna get picked, and Andrew Thomas is like the to me it's like you know another option. You know, left tackle. Uh, you know yeah. maybe put him in left tackle, six five three twenty out of Georgia. Um, you know, or yeah. you could get an edge. You could get an edge guy. You could get an edge yeah, guy. Yeah, I like. And you, and you I, like I like. I like from LSU. <laughs> uh, what's his I, name? The thing that Chase on is uh, Clavon. Yeah. I think Chase on. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Him. And um, for me, for me, the thing, the thing about the edge guy, the thing about Clavon Chase on for me is, oh, he has the first step. He has the. Um, you know the bend and chase and and the mo- and the motor and all that and for, but for me it's like especially in the scheme that that we run uh where you have to set the edge and and like the you know the way uh Greg Williams plays i i don't know if i mean you know i'm kind of iffy about you i'm iffy about that pick i'm sorry i'm just iffy I mean, about it that's i mean all. i get it but you know with with somebody like him that can play multiple positions and not just play one position it's actually it actually might could work out even if it's not with the jets it always could work out with another team oh i'm yeah. sure it's going to work film out him. oh yeah somebody's yeah some somebody's going to pick that kid he's very he's my very thing is down. like i want guys good. that are going to be good at one position you know, we need so many holes. <laughs> I, I understand the multiple position guy is good too, but I want like an edge rusher. Like, I just want the guy that's going to just rush the passer. That's it. But you but, need 15 Chris, sacks a year. You Chris, know? Can, I, can I explain something to you? Listen to me. This is, this is where the NFL is going now. You know, you will, you will be watching two teams right now, both defenses that basically they, if you watch their DB rooms, they play multiple positions. You have, uh, Kendall Fuller for the Chiefs that plays that's a corner and there'll be times you'll watch on film and he's playing safety you know and then you'll have you watch, watch the 49ers play their defense play and how some of sometimes their safety is a linebacker and sometimes their linebacker is a safety you this is how this is how it is this is how the NFL is that this is how you try to trick quarterbacks into making mistakes by flipping the field and creating situations where they don't understand what's going on Right. So unfortunately, multiple positional players are very important in NFL defenses and offenses. So, so that's how it that's how it's going now, man. But in especially, um, I think I think what Davin was trying to say is that Chason could be uh, could be an off-ball guy at times, where you could probably drop him into the flat. Sometimes he has the long arms and stuff like that, so you could probably do that. Or you could also have him play kind of a chase inside where he could probably go up against a guard because he's so fast, you know, or, or you know, so, so yes, he's a, he, you know, you know what to think, think twice about it. I think he's definitely, he definitely fit what, what we, what uh, Greg Williams does thinking about but, it right now. Yeah. But another thing you're talking about, you're talking about San Fran and Kansas city, both teams have pass rushers already. You know what I mean? They already got set pass rushers. And they right. got great ones too. Right. So to have it, I mean, on that team, yeah, it's good to have guys that could do multiple, you know, that you could put them in multiple spots because you already have your pass rushers. That's one thing we're lacking. We're lacking pass rushers. Even Jenkins. Jenkins is okay, but 
Yeah, he's, he's not, not. No. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's more of a he's more of a coverage sack guy. You know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. He's not going to give you 15 sacks on his own. You know what I mean? He got what eight or nine this year. Yeah. And I'm. And, I would and say. Bat, and Bat and Bat Scott gave him the. <laughs> Yeah, so you ain't nothing. You ain't that. You ain't nothing. You just right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So mm. that's why we need that. I mean, I don't. I don't think we're gonna draft one this year because you know. That's why we shown. need some. That's why we need somebody like Yannick Ngakwe. Right. Definitely. Exactly. Like so, just a just a let's get him kind of guy. I listen. I understand what you're saying, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to. Uh, yeah. No. Dismiss, and I know what you're saying too. Dismissing what you're saying, yeah. but. Yeah, we definitely need that because the Jets haven't since John Abraham. That's some sad ass. This That's is bad drafting, right? When horrible, you think about it. How when bad you, is that drafting that we've had? This some I year? heard. I heard somebody said the Jets were acting like they were allergic to pass rushes. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is pass sad, rushers, man. That is lineman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this is how you know our the the Jets front office have been crap for a very long time. Right. The fact that we don't have any kind of stable of young offensive linemen or edge rushers, that is sad. Mm. It's true. Do you love NFL football fun and booze? Join us at Thurston Gold Podcast every Saturday night for weekly NFL coverage, whiskey, bourbon, scotch, and beer reviews. We mix expert football analysis with signature drinks, original segments, and lots and lots of laughs. Yes, that's right, football fans. Please join us at Thurston Gold Podcast by heading over to thurstongold.buzzproud.com or search Thurston Gold on the web. If you're tired of boring podcasts, come join our football party. Let's get into some uh, some NFL some NFL news. Uh, the Panthers and Greg Olson decided to part ways. We're gonna try to do this three for one. Uh, Jay Glazer uh, basically said Phillip Rivers and the Chargers was gonna move along. Then Jay Glazer said, "Well, he didn't say that. It was just the IMO." <laughs> and the breaking news of Tom Brady with the, uh, with the tweet, and, and I guess social media is buzzing, thinking he's gonna leave. Um, what's the next? What's the next move for these three players? Well, Rivers is definitely out of San, uh, out of the Chargers. That's a definite. He's moving to Florida. I think if he gets a decent offer to play for a team that he thinks he could win with, he's gonna. He's definitely gonna play. I think he's definitely wants to still play. Um, so you figure maybe Tampa Bay might be a spot. Um, we talked about the Colts possibly. You know, um, and that's the same thing with, with Brady. Brady, Brady's, you got to remember, he's got a, and not the image, but right, he's got an image to basically um, keep going. You know what I mean? He's got that TB12 that he has to keep moving to keep, <laughs> to, right? So, I, I mean, I've heard two, two teams for Brady. Uh, one is the Chargers because they need to sell tickets as well, L.A., Big city, new stadium, kind of makes sense. Um, they have a good team. You know, we, we were pretty high on the charges coming into this year, but Rivers didn't have his uh, best year. Um, and another team I heard, too, possibility is the Raiders. Because they're going to be moving into <laughs> Vegas. I, I heard right? the Raiders. I've been hearing the Raiders and the Chargers a lot. Yeah, so I think, I think Brady is probably on the fence, but you got to think about this, too, is – I think Brady wants to prove to everybody, like, hey, it 
because of Belichick we won all those Super Bowls. It was because of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think he – not that he has to prove that to anybody because he's already, in most people's minds, the greatest of all time quarterback-wise. But, not in your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I just think that, you know, he's I, – I think he's – I think that's in the back of his mind. Like, you know what? People are going to say it's me and Belichick. You know, or without Belichick, I wouldn't have won it. Or maybe people think without him, Belichick wouldn't have won it. So, I think – I think he's going to come back and play. I really do. Yeah. Uh, the question of the question is, does the New England, New England Patriots want him back? I don't think he's going back because, to New England. That's because my he because apparently he doesn't want to get give the hometown discount anymore. So yeah, uh, that's not happening. Do you what's, blame him? What's the? I don't blame him at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen play, and he's been getting paid. Less than almost every quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, um, listen. Uh, he, of course, Brady. Like, like, uh, like Chris said, I definitely agree with the fact that he has this whole, you know, this whole basically uh, ad thing going on with TB12, where hey, listen, man, you know, like he's gonna beat Father Time and he's gonna keep playing on and all that stuff. He had he. Listen, he, he has to keep, keep it going. And however that's going to happen, I have no clue how that's going to happen. Uh, um, it, to me, New England, the ball is in New England's court. Uh, I think the whole Chargers and, uh, and Raiders thing came, up, came about because he's a California kid and people just tried to add two and two together because to me, the Chargers is a bad fit. They have a good team, but their offensive line sucks. <laughs> it is a horrible offensive line. Uh, you're not Brady's not going where offensive line is that bad. No. Um, for me, the Raiders is the question is uh, what what do what do the Raiders do the Raiders still believe in Carr? Oh, definitely I not. I think to me so, the best spot for him to go to is the Colts. The Colts have a good offensive line. They're a young team. You put luck on that. I, I thought, you know what, before we, we started up uh, making our Super Bowl picks, obviously luck uh, retired before that. I, I Coming into the season last year, I thought the Colts were going to be the Super Bowl. That was going to be my Super Bowl pick before luck retired. I really think that's a good enough team to make a push. And if you put Brady on that team instead of Jacoby Brissett, that's a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, the question is, does the, the Colts front office think that going old is the way to go? I mean, I know Brady's Brady, but still, right. are they going to – do they have their eye on the future and trying to pick up somebody off the draft? Or are they, are they, are they going to just try to win now? Or they, they feel they like they're in the both. now mode? I, I think they could sign – I think they could sign Brady and draft a quarterback. They right? have the because, money. Right, and you could have him – Sit behind Brady for a year, maybe two years at the most. I don't think he's going to play more than two more years. He might just play one more year. If he wins the Super Bowl, he'd be like, all right, I'm done. You know? So I, I, th I think I, – I mean, I'm not saying the Colts are going to do it, but I think the Colts should do it because they got a young team in a couple of years and I can be able to afford all these young players. You know what? You got to – football, you got to make that run. And the Colts are primed to make a run. And if they had a better quarterback, they would easily be a Super Bowl contender. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think, well, I know Greg Olson has said he still wants to play. So somebody's going to pick him up regardless. Um, 
I think the Raiders gonna probably might go all in with Tom Brady just because of the ticket sales. Yeah. Just because of the ticket sales. You know, if you could get him, maybe get Greg Olson to have him a target. Oh, maybe maybe it could work out for Oakland. They got Josh Jacobs. It's not like they, they didn't start off good. They started off great. You know? And then I don't know what the hell happened after we, we blew him out. <laughs> Olsen might end up uh, retiring because he's had yeah. some injuries. Yeah, but, yeah, for what uh what was uh, read on ESPN article, he said he still wants to play. I don't, I don't see it happen. I don't see, I don't see him retiring yet. Maybe one more. Maybe one more. It all depends. I mean, you know, we still won the Super Bowl ring, but I, I get, I get it. Some, sometimes, sometimes you're not done with the game, but the game's done with you. Look at, so, uh, look at his uh, teammate. His teammate retired yeah. early, right? Yeah. His linebacker Luke Keekley. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. It's very sometimes. possible, and he's had his injury issues over the mm-hmm. years. So I can definitely see him retiring, and he did a really good job. He did the one game this year for TV. Just think the last three years. Uh, this year he missed two games. Eight, in 2018, he missed uh, seven games. And 2017, he missed nine games. So, you know, he's 34. Yeah, he's 34. So, he played 13 years. Yeah. Yeah, so he's had a really well, good career. Feel, he's a really good – Really good tight end. Still, he's a good tight end. I'm, I'm still good. I might still give him one year. Somebody will pick him up, maybe for the veteran, to teach the young guy. Who who knows, you know? Oh, yeah. If he wants to play, yeah. someone yeah. will sign him, man. Sad, he's good. He said he still wants to play from uh, his agent. Oh, okay. Good good, good tight end play is definitely not that pre- prevalent in the league. <laughs> there's there's a lot of young kids there, but they're – especially as playing as an inline tight end um, – yeah, that that's a skill that takes time to learn. So having a veteran that could do it is uh is pretty important. So I kind of agree with you guys. Hey, we're gonna see in the Super Bowl the two probably the two best tight ends in the league. So yes, we will. We see how important those guys are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with y'all. Uh, let's, Mr. Roger Goodell, stuff about the NFL <laughs> needs to change the Rooney Rule. Uh, with that, Richard Sherman got got to his little argument with the reporter, and even um, Russell O'Chong from the Chargers says health and safety is a priority over the 17 game. Uh, how wh- how important is it for this NFL and um, NFL PA to get this contract done? Um, and what is it meaning for it to have the 17 game for the season? And about the Rooney Rule, I, I, you know what? I think the, you don't hear any a couple of guys here and there. You hear it about they don't want the seventeenth game, but I think as a whole, they want the seventeenth game, or else we wouldn't even be hearing about it anymore. Because the the players' association be like, listen, that should be off the table. That should be. I don't even want to hear about it because there's no way we can handle another game. You know, we got guys that can barely make it through 16 games. And you want to add another game? I know they want to give them another bye. You know, they want to add a bye week as well and maybe take off a, a preseason game. Taking off a preseason game is not the biggest deal because they hardly play the, the starters in the preseason anyway. So I, I don't think that's a big deal, uh, taking off a preseason game. I just think, you know what, it's, it's all, it comes down to the mighty dollar, right? It comes down to money. <clears throat> And the players are going to make more money. 
the owners obviously going to make more money and that's that's all that matters you know and if they're okay with that and it looks like it is and it looks like a 17 game is coming down the, the pipe then it's going to happen i mean unless <clears throat> unless the players really start making a you know a u-turn on this and saying nope no we don't want it but i think it's going to happen you know because everybody's going to make money not us but uh, you know the players and the owners are going to make all their money and the Rooney, the Rooney rule, it, it, I mean, it's great. I, I, I shouldn't say it's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got to, you got, uh, no, but in theory it's yeah. Okay. You got to interview these guys. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Right? <laughs> if they really like one, you know, if they really like, you know, Chris, but they're going to uh, interview Davin and uh, two other guys just because they have to interview them. Oh, great. You know, yeah, they got an interview, <laughs> but an interview means nothing. We could interview for the head coach too, but we're not going to get it, right? Exactly. If they really like one other guy, they're just doing that just to fulfill the rules. So the rule exactly. to me means nothing. The so they got to change. Yeah, so they got to change something. I mean, I don't know what it's going to take. I think we we talked about it last week or two weeks ago. Um, maybe they got to put in some kind of a quota where they have to hire a certain amount, or I don't know. They, they, I don't they gotta, agree with that either. But, yeah, I don't. But, no, yeah, I don't because I don't think somebody should get. I didn't even think the Rooney rule is that good either because it's almost like, you know, you're forced to interview guys yep. that you may there not you want, and it's it, to me it's a waste. So I, I really don't know how you're going to change this. I, I to be honest, I really don't. Maybe you I, guys I, have a better idea. I'll tell you how I feel like it needs to be changed. I think, I think, um, I think if you want, if you want more players of color in the pros you need to have more players of color in the and 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 in in college as simple as that i think well, you have coaches, to have, you mean the players they you got have, you have to right. have more you have to have coaches i'm talking about right, coaches, coaches right you have to have you have to also have more assistants that are of color too mm-hmm. you know if you're gonna if you're gonna if you want to really create change the landscape or give opportunity to everybody i think you need to give opportunity to everybody you know, um, the, we, we're going to be watching probably the first offensive assistant that's a female on the 49ers. Um, we're going to be watching her do her thing. Um, Which is great. That's awesome. I lo- yeah, that's, I love it. That's awesome. You know, but pe- more, more females should, should get an opportunity to, 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 for those jobs. The same way more players or more um, coaches of color should get assistant jobs. Because that's the only way you're going to be able to get close enough to be able to interview or even get teams to pay attention to you enough to give you an interview, a legitimate interview, not a forced one, you know? So if, if there's, if there's the opportunities are not given to people of color to get uh, those assistant jobs, there's never going to be more, more coaching, um, you know, more, more coaches. And I, and I think, I think when we spoke about this before, I brought up the fact that we have to, take into account the fact that these people with all this money is putting the their hundred million dollars, several hundred million dollars, billion dollar teams into the hand of somebody. And they they want to trust on they want to feel like they know the person. <clears throat> and 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 let's be real. All the owners in the NFL are white. The people that they kind of what what's the word I'm looking for? The people that they they connect with more than anything else as guys that are white. 
it's a normal natural thing you know if 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 they grew up and most of them grew up with white guys you know unfortunately that's how it is and they don't know they don't know too many black guys that grew up around them or in the same situations that they grew up with with and then like being able to connect with them is a difficult thing so it's hard for you to have a job and give a job to somebody of that importance if you don't have that kind of connection to them i'm just i'm not saying that there's other energies out there and other things that are causing this thing i'm just saying that that's part of the conversation that we, ne oh, yeah. we normally don't have you know <clears throat> and 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 the only way you get these things change is if you allow our society needs to allow more diversity as simple as that the more people of color that are around more white people the more white people are going to be able to understand them more the more people of color are going to understand white people more and that's just going to change our society for the better but if you're going to keep closing your gates and you're going to keep closing your doors and not allowing people in then this is what's going to happen we're going to consistently have this argument year after year after year after year this is 2020 and we're still talking about <laughs> diversity uh, yeah. You're talking about people keeping people out of places and stuff like that and people being uncomfortable with certain people because they don't look the same. I mean, it, it's stupid. <laughs> it is. It's stupid. And it's, it's a shame because, like you said, it's 2020. I, 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 I'm amazed that we're still talking about this, you know, and especially in the league that's more, it's dominated more by people of color as well. You know, you got, I think that what they say, 70%. Is black and thirty percent is white or whatever. So you would think there's more, you know, black players. There should be more black coaches. Why isn't there? I don't know. It may, like you said, I, there's got to be more assistance moving up. But there's assistance here, and they're just not, you know, promoting. Look at the the Chiefs, right? Eric Bieniemy. Yep. Right. I mean, and think about the guys that have followed him. Peterson was the offensive coordinator before that, and he got you know, promoted to head coach by the Eagles. And so he took over. So you would think the enemy is next to be promoted. And uh, hopefully next year. People, people, have, people, have, people have said so many things about that guy. Um, yes, I know he has kind of a, he has a little bit of a past. And, uh, um, and fine, a lot of people have past and stuff yeah. like that. There's, you know, but but the but the fact that he doesn't get more interviews is ridiculous. There's other other guys too, you know. Like we were talking about the Bills' defensive coordinator. Like he's been in the league for I don't know how long. Uh, this guy, is, yeah, and, and he's been a head coach. That, you know, I think he should get more opportunities. To be Absolutely, absolutely, he's proven. <laughs> I mean, what he only gets one shot and that's it. All right, that's <laughs> it. You're done. You know, exactly. I don't think that's right. You know, get exactly. these guys. These other guys are getting second second chances all the time. Why yeah, not him? Go. Adam Gase got a second chance, and why did he get a second chance? Very interesting. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree. No reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into our bad news. I'm at. Let's get into some more news. Uh, Texans. Uh, they officially named Bill O'Brien the GM of the Houston Texans, <laughs> as well as the head coach. Uh. Jack Easterby, um, Jack Easterby, oh, Jack Easterby, Easterby, uh, his name executive, yeah, Easterby, uh, his name executive, you know, vice president of football ops, 
And you got the Cleveland Browns has finally found the GM, which is Andrew Barry from the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Charmin, um, uh, how you how you feel about both both of them? Well, we ain't gonna. See, I know you're not gonna talk much about Bill O'Brien, but what about the Browns uh, <laughs> with uh, Andrew Barry being the uh, youngest GM? I well, uh, that did I I actually was kind of holding because when we were having a conversation before. Um, I really wanted to talk about the fact that he's a he's a black man, uh, but I I want his work to speak for itself. Um, I think that's an awesome opportunity for him. I hope I hope he's able to be successful at it. That thus paving the way for more people of color. You know, like the conversation we were just having. Um, I think I think it's great of the Browns to to kind of. Uh, look forward and look into the future, but like I've said before on this podcast, uh, I won't. I do not trust the the ownership over there to let the football people do what they need to do. Instead, in, uh, and they get way too involved into in football matters, and I think kind of uh, uh, kind of stains the way they do football things in in Cleveland. Um, for me, uh, with uh, Bill O'Brien, I think. If you've listened to me say it before um, about the Texans, I don't understand why you think Bill O'Brien is uh, is Bill Belichick. They're two different people. Uh, there's no reason to think that Bill O'Brien is anything like Belichick. He he's a great football mind, yes. Uh, is he a great personnel person? Where is the proof? I don't see it. Is he a great coach? Uh, where's the proof? I don't see it. I don't understand. I don't understand why he keeps getting this vote of confidence over and over and over and over again. I just don't get it. O'Brien did it. You know where he did a great job, and I I'll always say this was he took over. Um, not that he took over, but he was the coach for Penn State when they were going through all that stuff with uh, Paterno and Sandusky and all that, and like. Half his team left because they gave him the the NCA gave the players the okay to transfer to another team without losing a year of uh, eligibility and all that. And uh, a lot of people left that that year, and they still had a winning season, if you remember. And he was the head coach that year, so that's why I, I, I think he's a good coach. But maybe he's Christian Hackenberg. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Hey, and he won with him, so that should show you. <laughs> He knows how to win somehow. So, <laughs> no, I think he's an okay coach. Yeah, listen, he obviously made a huge mistake in the Kansas City game. Um, but I don't like the whole GM and head coach thing. You know what? Pick a title, stick with one job, bring in a GM, do that, and, uh, and figure it out. I, I think having both, not many guys can do that. Belichick is, uh, you know, there's, there's not many Belichicks out there. We, we've, we've seen it too much. So I think uh, having a head coach as a GM, especially one like Charmin said, has not really proven himself to, you know, to be good at either one. So I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know about Bill O'Brien. I, I don't know. Like my, my confusion is from the first playoff victory to the, uh, to the Chiefs game. I don't know how long Bill O'Brien is going to get away with being the, <laughs> being the head coach or the GM. Well, Bill Bro- well, he's oh, yeah. away with it. Yeah, he's the GM now, so 
He's not going to fire himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, ownership going to have to fire right. him eventually. Eventually, exactly. It, it, it has to happen because they're not going to go nowhere. They're not going to go no. nowhere. They, they he really is, not. he is, and he is, and and please don't get me wrong. Bill Belichick, that Bill, you see, he's definitely not Bill Belichick, but Bill O'Brien definitely, there's things about him to me that he belongs somewhere on a sideline. He belongs in the locker room, but I don't think his, his, his game management skills is still crap after all these years as a coach in the NFL. For me, I, I, I still, it, it leaves a lot to be desired for me. Um, uh, I, I think his choices in play calling sometimes look like crap. I think, I think, um, I think his quarterback bailed him out several times this year. And for your, for your young quarterback to be the one bailing you out, so many times, as, as it's ridiculous to me. And you have that kind of talent that you have at wide receiver and that quarterback. It just bothers me that they don't do more, you know, or they don't look better at in moments. Uh, right. And I think I think I hold him accountable a lot for a lot of their failings. Definitely, I agree to that. Uh, so let me see. Let me make sure. All right. So let's uh, have a Super Bowl breakdown. Big game between these two teams. Um, preview of the game. Uh, which team? Well, just since this is our last pick of the season, because y'all know the XFL, this McMahon season start next week. I don't know if we're really interested in it, but we'll talk about that next week. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll be watching that day to two. I really don't know. Oh man, that's too funny. But uh, who, who, who would? Uh, which team would y'all pick in the win and why? All right, Chris. All right, I'll go first. Um, you know what? I, as you guys know, I had Kansas City from before the season started. That was my Super Bowl pick. Yes, um, you did. And for the last two weeks, man, I've been going back and forth every day, Kansas City, <laughs> San Fran, because I'm like, all right, my the old school way of thinking is best defense beats a beats the best offense almost yes. all the time, especially in the playoffs and the Super Bowl. So that would think, all right, San Fran's got the better deep, the really good defense or the number one defense. Kansas City has the best offense, and we've seen it so many times. Um, but man, Mahomes is just out of this world. Um, <laughs> he's just out of this world, that kid. Um, I'm gonna stick with Kansas City. And here's another thing: I did mention, I think, a couple of weeks ago that um, Andy Reid is great off a of bye, right? In his career, just want to give you a little number here. Andy Reid off of a bye is twenty-three and four. Ridiculous. Okay, that's with that's with Philly and Kansas City. So I think with that, and since I picked Kansas City from before the season, I, I'm going to have to stick with Kansas City, and I'll say close game. Obviously, I don't think either team's going to blow them out. And here's the other thing too: Kansas City though can't get down like they have these last two games. Not against um, that team. No, because San Fran's going to keep them down. They have the defense that is going to lock you down, and that's it. And and I think vice versa, too. If San Fran goes down early against Kansas City, I don't think they got the firepower to catch up to Kansas City. If they're going to be in a shooting right. match with them, I don't think they got the – they don't have the firepower. So, I think the game's going to be close, though. I think it's going to be a tight game. Uh, two good, really good head coaches. Uh, but I'm going to stick with Andy Reid winning it. I'll go, like – 30 27 yeah man 
I um this is gonna be quite a matchup, man. I think I think when you if you do your homework and you watch both teams, there's there is so much good out there. There's so I mean it's definitely two of the better teams in the NFL facing each other, right? Uh, when you look at it, um, I think I think yes, uh, you could um, you could have a conversation about. I mean everybody has highlighted the fact that how good the 49ers defense is and 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 definitely true i mean with the ridiculous uh kind of uh front seven they have uh and 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 um i don't think we talk about enough of uh, about how about their um their db room uh, and the guys in the back how they play and how well they've able they've been able to disguise uh, coverages and stuff like that off just off of the pass rush you know what their pass rush could do um i am i i am impressed with the 49ers definitely i think i think uh uh team wise they're just to me from special teams to offense to defense they're just more of a team than the chiefs i think i think the part the the one unit on the on in the super bowl that would to me, to make or break the game is the Chiefs' defense. If the Chiefs' defense could stop that zone run of Shanahan, which nobody has ever done this season, basically, um, if they could stop them, because the Chiefs, the Chiefs' defense was not good at first. Um, they hadn't been really good this year. I think they were giving up like something like 26 points or something like that at one point, and then. In the uh, I think since week eleven they've only given up eleven point five points uh, a game. I mean that's pretty good, man. And they were giving up almost one hundred and fifty yards a game rushing, and they brought it down to ninety five yards a game from since week eleven. Uh, I think we all know who the, um, we know. Spagnolo is their defensive coordinator of of Giants fame. Um, he's a he's a very good player. I think. Uh, I think their 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 safety um, Tyra Matthew has been a star for them, and like I was talking about earlier about players that play multiple positions, he's played safety, he's played free safety, he's played corner, he's played slot corner, he's played blitzer, edge rusher, he's played everything for the Chiefs, man, and 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 they do a lot of multiple stuff, and I think I think they struggle in in the beginning of the season because they did not really understand the um, Smagnolo scheme. Um, I think I think at the end of the season, you could see them starting to gel. You could see Chris Jones. Chris Jones was injured for a while. He's back. Uh, he's a hell of a player. Um, he's one of the most underrated players on either team. Um, and you put Clark on the edge and, 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 and I think, I think if they could put it to put a good game together, they really have a chance to put the phone in, I think surprise the 49ers. But when I, when I watch the 49ers team and how they play and how much for every plan, you know, uh, Shanahan has some kind of contingency. Uh, it's almost like he, 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 he kind of revels in the fact that he knows what you're going to do and he creates, he, he creates issues where he kind of plays, you know, mind games with you about what his offense is going to do. And the way he, he they execute is just mind blowing, and just the talent everywhere on that team is ridiculous. So I, for me, I'm gonna go 49ers. I'm gonna go something like 38, uh, 27 or something like that. 
Wow. 49ers. Wow. Yep. Uh, With me, it's going to be all about Guapolo. It's all about him. You know, the, the two <laughs> games that they play, uh, throwing the ball, we know we know about the rushing game. He threw the ball 19 times, uh, 11 to 19, 131, one touchdown, one interception, Packers game, because they didn't, he didn't need to throw the ball much, eight times. 77 yards, and and so basically he threw the ball 27 times. Um, this is all going to be about Guapolo because if they stop the run, um, what's Jimmy G going to do, and how is he going to respond? Because Mahomes is coming out firing off the jump with Sammy Watkins and Tariq Hill. Chelsea, it just seems like Mahomes can make plays regardless of what you what you're bringing what you're bringing to him. And I know the 49ers got the best defense. Um, but I'm 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 definitely gonna pick the Chiefs on this one. Uh and it all depends on the, how the first half is gonna play. If it's a blowout, then it's it's just done. It's done for me. I'm not watching no more. Um <laughs> letting it be dope. I'm just letting it be dope, but it should be a close good game. But um uh, if Mahomes if they let Mahomes come out firing in the first or the second quarter and it turns out to be a blowout, I'm not watching the Super Bowl no more. Um, at least I, I did think, better than last year because I didn't watch it at all <laughs> last year. All right, here, guys, I, let me – I think, I, Chris, before you say anything, I yeah. just wanted to make a, a point because I think a lot of people, uh, uh, because of the way they've used Jimmy Garoppolo, a lot of people are saying that – I don't uh, – do you guys forget about the game that Jimmy G played against the Saints? With, going going, shot, his, going shot, for shot, mm-hmm. shot for shot, going shot for shot with, with Drew Brees. He's capable of going off now. He is not. He is yeah, not no, one of those quarterbacks. That's a trash quarterback. He's not a well, trash I'm not quarterback. Not saying he's a trash no. quarterback, but this game is going to be the way how he's going to retaliate if they can't get a run game in. That's going to. That's the. I think that's the. I think that's what's more concerning to me because with the 49ers winning these games, other than the Saints game, it seems like they more to a, a rushing. You know, they got three running. They got three running backs, and now they got this one guy. Blew up two hundred and something yards, four touchdowns. Yeah. You know, because if, if if I could if I could only hand the ball off, and every time I hand the ball off, I'm getting seven yards per carry. I'm not throwing the ball. I don't care who no, my quarterback is. Yeah. <laughs> right, here, right, here's a question, guys. Here's a good one. Um, all right, with our picks, it seems like the MVP will go to the quarterbacks, right? Either Garoppolo or Mahomes. Right. So outside of those guys. Who do you think can win the MVP? And, Sharman, since you got the uh, 49ers, let's see. Who do you think from the 49ers could win the MVP outside of Garoppolo? It's going to be the edge rushers, man. It's, it's, I, to me, I know you've got to give it to the pass rushers. Because basically the people, that, the, the people that could cause more issues for, for a quarterback in, in, and uh, both, uh, uh, both Frank Clark on one side and 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 uh, Bosa on the other. To me, or uh, what's the other kid's name on the 49ers pass rusher? Um, off the top of my head, I can't remember his D4. name, man. Uh, not D four. The other kid, uh, man. Yeah, I just oh, I'm just drawing a blank for some. I, I I'm drawing a blank for some reason. But anyway, um, I think the pass rushers are probably going to be the next for me when it comes to. Uh, Causing more issues or play making big big plays in the Super Bowl. Mm. Well, what do you think, David? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go on a 
I'm gonna if it was the 49ers, I would go with the rushing uh, the running back. If it's the right. uh if it's the Chiefs, I'm gonna go with either Hill, Watkins, or Kelsey. Those those though one of those three guys has gotta be the playmakers. There's gonna have to be the playmaker for that team. You know, if Richard Sherman stops Hill and whoever else, then it's gonna have to be Kelsey. Right. It's gonna have to yep. step up big time. So it's gonna have to be so and me it's gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the wide receivers of the Chiefs or the running or the the running game for the uh 49ers. Yeah. I, I'm I'm probably gonna for me, I think with uh with Kansas City, if it's not gonna be Mahomes, then it probably can't be an offensive guy because if Kelsey has a big game, that means Mahomes is having a big game. So right. I don't think I I can't I I'm not gonna go with them. So I'm gonna wide receivers is not having a big game like Hill. If right, Hill is right. being stopped and Watkins is being stopped. Right. If Kelsey has that really Mahomes huge game. Can't have the huge game without Kelsey. So Kelsey could get MVP still. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, but if I, I all right, so I'll I'll add to those guys either I'll go with Tyrone Matthew, or mm-hmm. either Chris Jones or Frank Clark. Just for the way that uh, uh, Sharman was explaining, those guys have to get to Garoppolo. Oh yeah, because, because if they could stop the run, then Garoppolo has to drop back and pass and make some plays, and then it's Frank Clark and Chris Jones coming at them, and the other guy's name who we can't really pronounce, uh, <laughs> Tano. Uh, yeah, some, some <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. Yes. <laughs> You never know, man. They got Terrell Suggs, man. He might he might make a couple of plays. There you go. That's one guy. That's so, he's, he's, he's a Super Bowl winner, so that, that yeah. could be a name to watch out for, too. Yep. Yep. Right. So that's it for our podcast. Uh, please, again, um, follow us on Twitter, uh, Just Fears Podcast, uh, Instagram at NY Just Fears Podcast. Um, it's been a hell of a season. We thank y'all for and you know listening to us for our second season uh we still going to be here next week but we want to thank y'all for uh, listening to us and thank giving you, us feedback you. and everything definitely so thank you guys so next week enjoy the super bowl keep giving us feedback, feedback. good bowl. or bad we want to hear it and, and don't and don't make an excuse for not coming to work after the super bowl the same <laughs> 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 but, but until next week we out of here we're taking flight yeah. take flight take flight